do it. Hello. General Kenobi. We few. We happy. A few. What the H? What the H? Is the Make sure we get. I think the reason we don't get tagged for copyright is because I have drops all the time <laughs> that like throws off like the algorithm, the algorithm or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I just hit buttons. <laughs> it's multifaceted because this way Seinfeld can't clip us. Yep. And Elton can't clip us. Oh, <laughs> we got it all figured out here. We got it all figured out. God, I love that song. Uh, you know, I. I, I, you know, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I can tie this back to like Ahsoka, like coming of age a bit, yeah. and kind of starting to find her place again. But really, what it was is I just was listening to Circle of Life, and I really wanted to put it in there. I remember being a young lad and going to see The Lion King, and especially, uh, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Was Ooh. getting a lot of airplay on yes. radio. Yes, it was. And being a kid and hearing hearing that on the radio, I was like, this hits different. There's something about this Elton John character. Oh, he's a good one. Like, I filed that away in my memory banks. When is he coming back? What did uh, he reschedule for? Well, I think it was originally like March, but I think he, that got bumped out now. We got to go. Oh, we have to. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going? I will pay a pretty penny for that ticket. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's the last time you see him. Well, well, everybody's doing. Well, that that's now. what he told me last I don't time. Give a shit, I'll do. I'll see him two or three more times. I know. I know. But last time I went to the Target Center, like it was the last yeah, well, time ever. And well, that was and a also lie. Target Center sounds like shit. He's playing XL this time. Oh, that's your acoustics. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He opens with funeral for a friend. <laughs> oh, we are off to the races. I wonder if he changes the set list at all. I don't know. Did you? You saw him when he was in Rosemount, right? No, 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 no. I saw him at the Target Center. That was my first concert. No, but the last time around, the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Tour. No, 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 no. He played the United Center. Oh, did you see him? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't see him. I saw ELO in Rosemount yes, at the Allstate Arena. That's it. Yes. Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> they did not play Jungle. <laughs> no. Although, like, when we saw him at the XL, I think me and you were, like, the only people they excited. They played Wild West Hero. We were the only people. We went people. out of <laughs> fucking minds. We were going nuts for that. Jeff Lynn had to think to himself, who are these crazy people in the nosebleeds? Yes. Yeah. We finally got a reaction off Wild West Hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to use one of those. I gotta use Wild West Hero, yeah. man. Oh, it's a good one. Anyways, welcome to the Clone welcome Cast. Welcome to the Clone Cast. What we're doing here, oh, wait, my name's Tom. I'm Adam. What we're doing here is we're watching that gay damn Clone Wars show in chronological order. We are on season seven. We're rapidly winding down before we get to Rebels. And this is season seven, episode eight, Together Again. Together Again. The end of the Martez sister arc. Um, Four episodes. Yeah. All it right. It was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. 
it was a show. <laughs> the much blind arc coming to a close. Yes, it's it's been an interesting run. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we just wrapped up our Book of Boba Fett review, so that should be posting as we speak. Yep. Um, so that was a fun one. If you didn't watch it, I would say if you're a Clone Wars fan and you didn't watch it, I think you should probably get on that. Yeah. Uh, it will be a treat for Clone Wars fans. There's a lot of talk about people that have never watched the Clone Wars but have watched, like, Mando and Book of Boba Fett, that, like, as soon as Cad Bane came out, they're like, what is this guy? What's going on here? Are we... Is that is that a spoiler? Ah, fuck yeah. it. I mean, it's past. Uh, yeah. I but mean, I, I say 48 hours on spoilers, so I don't post anything, like... I'm but like anybody... after 48 hours, like come on. I'm I mean, if you if... really, if you're the kind of person that cares about spoilers, you're probably watching it within that first 48. I hours. feel like anyone that's tuning into a podcast of about the Clone Wars episode season seven or season seven episode eight of the Clone Wars yeah. is well aware of who Cad Bane is. Yes. So I feel I have heard a bunch of people talking about how like that people that haven't seen the Clone Wars that are watching Book of Boba Fett are now going back sure. and watching Clone Wars because of his appearance in Book of Boba Fett. Well, if you're a first-time listener, welcome aboard. Yes! Now, if you've never uh, watched the Clone Wars, and, well, no, let's put it... There was also, there was also some, 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 some Star Wars TikTokers... Who were saying like now I need to go back and watch Clone Wars because I've been watching Mando and I've been watching Book of Boba Fett and a lot of other Star Wars TikTokers were like getting up in arms and being like no you're not a fan so like and then mm. other Star Wars fans are crazy because then they they were pushing back and being like you're gatekeeping like stop fucking gatekeeping and that's kind of my perspective like don't be a gatekeeper if anyone wants to watch the Clone Wars let them. Why? What's wrong with watching the Clone Wars? People get upset when people are like, oh, man, what's this guy? I got to go back and check this out. And it's like, you're not a true Star Wars fan unless you have. Well, I, you know, this is my, like we said, uh, we're watching the Clone Wars in chronological order. Yeah, reviewing exactly. it. This is my first time through, and I've been a lifelong Star Wars fan. Yeah. I just never really got into the animation. Yeah. And the compromise we came to is uh, Adam kept telling me to watch this show. I kept telling Adam to do a podcast. <laughs> we came to so a happy just, compromise. And it's been a hell of a run. It has been. We're having a great time. We spent a lot of money on toys. Um, <laughs> who would have ever thought? What's, Look going at on, what's going on here? Uh, not much. Should we just do it? I, did, did this be, well, hold you up. can waste time oh, with your friends yeah, when yeah, your chores it. are done. Now, come on. Get to it. I would like to see the baby. Perhaps Every the archives. <laughs> My grandpa always told me, don't watch your credits. Watch your health. More. More. Okay. All right. So, Collectible Corner, where we talk about our collectible This is just a regular segment at this point. Yeah, it is. So, not much in the way of collectibles the last few days. Um... But I did set up a little... I cleared out... I had the day off today, so I cleared out a little space in my office area. I put all my DVDs in a big box. <laughs> and I, I pushed them down to the basement. I, Dude, I there's a lot of movies in there that I probably will watch again. Yeah. But right now, they're just taking up space. Oh, I know. DVDs 
are just like it's like a fucking chain hanging off my neck. It is an albatross across it your neck. Really it is. really is. When I first moved out on my own, yeah. it was in 2000 six 2007 Ugh, the height I, of dvds that yeah. was like oh no this is these are like trophies yeah i'm gonna put these up in my apartment i yeah i was so excited to like display them yes. and you know like uh and now i'm just like these things are hideous when i moved to chicago i think i i got rid of 80 percent of my dvds sure. and i just brought them to half price books and they like I think I brought probably I don't know five hundred DVDs. Like, Here's and they twenty five dollars. Like, we are going to give you twelve seventy three. I was like, I'll take it. Yeah, Fuck I it. just I don't want to get care. rid of these things. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, when like I was thinking about just dropping off a bunch of stuff at like the thrift store, just get rid of it, just yeah. clean slate. But like I started looking, I was like, oh, Lord of the Rings special editions, uh, extended edition, excuse me, Blu-ray, can't get rid of that. Yeah. Um. I mean, at some point, I'm going to watch them again, uh, you know, and then like I was like, oh, Batman, the animated series, all the seasons. I can't get rid of that. I'm sure as shit not signing up for that like DC fucking streaming service or whatever the hell it is. They actually have one. Did well, you know the that? other thing, the other thing, too, that like in hindsight, it makes sense that you would like want some kind of physical property. Yeah. Like streaming entities. They still they can they have the right to change whatever content or yes. pull whatever episode. Yeah. And if you have the DVD, it's like you have it. You can yes. like play it whenever. I, mean, I have a bootleg X-Men the animated series that I bought in like 2004. Yeah. Off eBay for like 50 bucks and I will never get rid of it. Yeah. Because if Di- it's on Disney Plus now, but if Disney Plus ever just Disney decides just pull the show, well you're shit out of luck then. Yeah. It's nice to have the hard copies of them, but I just don't want to have them displayed. So until I want to watch one, you know, but it's just funny, like, going through them, like, oh, man, this is great. I can't get rid of this. So I was just like, I'm not getting rid of any of these. I'm just going to put them in a box for now and just shove them downstairs. But the reason I did this, I had to clear some room. So I brought a Roku into my office and hooked it up to the TV. And I made a fun little thing that I... uh, uh, I printed it off. I just made it in Microsoft Paint, um, and I took our Clonecast label, and I took the Lego label, and I called it uh, the Clonecast Center for Lego Excellence. (laughs) And what the Clonecast Center for Lego Excellence is, it's just two tables that I pushed together (laughs) that I'm going to build Legos on. So we are working on the gunship. Bag one in the books. Yeah. We're on to bag two. Now, when we counted up all those bags, we were counting the mini bags, too. So, like, a lot of times with, like... Like, there could be three Three bags associated with one step. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, but it would have been too hard to organize in that way that quickly. So, we just counted the straight bags. So, I think it's, like, 18 bags total. But, I mean, 32 bags all together. So... Um, that's what I've been up to. But yes, the Clone Cast Center for Lego Excellence. <laughs> I was really proud of that. That's awesome. I do have one thing that we wanna I wanna play quick. Uh, okay. you know, the Authorian historian curated the collectible yeah. corner theme for us. Um and he also did you see did you see this come through? <laughs> oh, okay. I listened to it. I cut it down. Um <laughs> to just the part. Uh but yeah, if you've ever heard the song Hot Child in the City uh, the Athorian historian uh, flexed some of his editing skills, and here we go. Charles. Charles. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> She's coming. 
so great. It's it's seriously it's that is something I would do if I'm like hear that song yes. and it hits me right and it's like wait a minute and I'll just in the middle yeah. of the day when I should be working yeah. I will like open up an editing program and just be like ah, that's funny yeah. and it's literally what I do all the time for this show <laughs> like the authority historian is basically like somebody that was you know. We're, we were from, like, the same egg, and we were all, like, separated. <laughs> you know, like, I've said many times, it's like, that guy is somebody that we could, that that's a guy that we would have hung out with if, yeah. we, came, if we crossed paths in Minnesota. Yes. Um, but that's a perfect example of it. Like, yes. That's the, this show is an excuse for us to do that stupid shit. It's, yeah, it's an excuse for us to, to make stuff like this. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Oh man! So oh, thanks the to the uh, Ithorian historian for thanks sending, for that, sending in. that in. Um, you went on a, a run for me earlier this week, so thank you for that. A very unsuccessful run. Yes. Okay. So tell me, what did you see on Reddit? So I was on Reddit, <laughs> scrolling Reddit, and there's a subreddit. I think it's Star Wars Black series. Um, sure. There's a subreddit for that, and I saw someone post, and typically when people, like, find new releases in stores, they'll take a picture and, like, post it in there. Yeah. And this one, it was, I'm trying to think of everyone it was, it was uh, Omega from Bad Batch, Echo It was, from, like, all the new ones. Echo from Bad Batch, uh, The Client, so Werner Herzog. Yes. I would like to from see The Baby. Yeah. He he has he comes with his own katuni too, um, and then the male Mandalorian guy that's with Bo-Katan in Mandalorian. Okay, yep. Then uh, then uh, Rosario Rosario Dawson Ahsoka Ahsoka yeah, and they uploaded that, and they were like just found at my local Target, and I read the comments, and someone was like, oh. Amazing! I haven't seen these yet. Where, where is it? And someone posted, and they were like, "Maple Grove, Minnesota." And I immediately like pulled out my phone and texted <laughs> you because you're not that far away from there. Nah, so. It took me like 10, 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> I was like, "You got to go to Maple Grove. You got to find these." Now, when I went there, funny, like I got out of the car and I saw a guy just a little ahead of me. <laughs> like he was probably like twenty five, a little bit younger, um, but you know. And he was walking with a with a passion as well. Yeah. And sure enough, we both were going for the toys. And they're one of the interesting stores. Now, luckily, I know the layouts of, of these stores at this point because a lot of targets will put them straight up in the toy section. Now, there's also targets that have like a special Star Wars section in kind of like soft lines, like the kids stuff. Yeah. And that's where this store does it. So I went straight there. And sure enough, just nothing. It was like Landos and Wreckers. Like yep. six months ago, I would have been excited to find a Wrecker. Yeah. And I was because I bought a Wrecker and I bought another one. <laughs> <laughs> but now Wrecker is like a dime a dozen. Yep. Like it's easy to find a Wrecker. Um, I also bought. How many texts do I have? I oh. found two texts in there, and those are my texts, because I put all yours on the fucking shelf. Every store is lousy with texts. Yes. Like, like I thought tech was going to be really, but no, I have two techs when I was cleaning out that closet. Day, I was like, oh, I got a tech. Oh, there's another yep. one. Um, but yeah, I get there and it's nothing but uh, Wreckers and Lando Return of the Jedi. Yep. And I was like, oh, God. Uh, so, uh, hey, General Calrissian. 
Yes, General Calrissian. It's Black History Month. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. General Calrissian. Ha ha. <laughs> the <laughs> one respect where it's due. The one black he character. He deserves it. <laughs> the one He's black character in the original <laughs> <Yes>. trilogy. <laughs> Credit where it's due. It's wild to me. <laughs> it's it's insane. How did George not be like, oh, maybe we should, you know. <laughs> I saw someone post something that was like, oh, yeah, so uh, we're demonstrating in A New Hope how the Empire is kind of evil because we go from Tatooine where this this cantina with all of these different species and yeah. all of this kind of like crazy diversity, and then we go to the, uh, the Death Star boardroom and it's just nothing but white dudes. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool, then what happens? And there's like, well, after they get off the Death Star, they go to Rebel headquarters and they go into a briefing. And it's a bunch of a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> it's like, well, wait, d- don't you want to put a bunch of like diversity? And they're like, ah, ah, ah. it would have made a lot of sense. <laughs> what of? Yeah. Uh, and I still it's it's funny to me now because when you watch like the sequel trilogy, like, yes, in, there's it, a lot of like sense. Yes, there is. And there's a lot of diversity, but there's diversity on the fucking fascist side, too. Yeah. Which is fucking. Nuts. But and that's where like I for, thought they would go with like. The fucking, like, you know, if you really wanted to go with, like, the, you know, what, <laughs> the power dynamic, like, a bunch of old white dudes would have been great. But I feel like, <laughs> at least in Return of the Jedi, I feel like they started going that route, because that's where we get, like, Admiral Akbar and Neen Yub. Yes. And, like, we start to see a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but still, Lando. Yes. The only black guy yep. in the original trilogy. How about the prequels? I mean, well, we got um, uh, Panaka, yeah, uh, Typho, Typho, um, Django, if Django, yeah, all the clones, Mace, Mace, yeah, yeah. um, still a little light, still a little light. Sequel trilogy did a much better job. Adigalia, Adigalia, yep. Um, sequel trilogy though finally did it justice yes i just found the diversity of the first order to be hilarious because <laughs> yeah, I, I was like no nah, you can do all white dudes for this yep. like that's that actually tracks yeah. you know like just the pieces of shit are always just like rich white dudes yeah you know but you know i don't know could you imagine the fucking chud fallout if it was like the entire first order was just rich white dudes <laughs> Like, they would lose their mind. I'm all for it. I love watching them melt down. Anything that makes Chuds angry. Just melt down. okay with me. Meltdown. Uh, What were we talking about? Uh, You found a bunch of Landos. Oh, yeah. Landos and Wreckers. And Wreckers. Um, And then I was like, oh, maybe they didn't stock them here. Maybe they went over to the other area. Because I went over there. Oh, they don't have anything. (laughs) Dry as a bone. I went through every aisle. Nothing. So then I was like, well, there's a Plymouth one on the way home, so I'll stop at the Plymouth Target. It was fucking same thing there. Like, Lando is the new Queel. Like, just, everywhere you go, there's a general Calrissian. Well, and apparently I don't know the lingo because I'm, like, just kind of an amateur collector. But people in the subreddit were posting. They were like, which of these are doubles and which are singles? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then, like, I kept reading in my... It's still unclear, but I think Hasbro, the company that makes these, yeah. double double batch some and single batch others. And so like tech was double batched, and that's why he's everywhere. Wrecker was double batched. Wrecker, I think, was double batched. And 
<laughs> Lando and Queel were double back. <laughs> grief Karga. Grief Karga. There is going to be Grief Karga Black Series littered throughout Target <laughs> until the end of time. Until the end did, of time. I did go to Nerdin' Out the other week. Yeah. And I sadly, they did have a like dump bin. Who's a grief? Where it was like these, <laughs> all of the, uh, what are they, eight inch? How big are the Black Series? Eight inch? Six, six inch? Half. Like six and a half inch. All the six and a half are, uh, anyone in this bin is $10. All of the four and a halves are five dollars. Yeah, and it was just full of grief cards <laughs> and quills. Did you get one? No, <laughs> you not, dude. I have been waiting for a grief cargo to hit the clearance aisle. I'm sure I could find one for five dollars online somewhere. Whoa, you let me know. <laughs> yeah. Will you look for me? Yeah. Give me a five dollar. I'll transfer you the money. We should get a hundred. Yes. <laughs> Did I ever tell you a story of um? When my friend Lauren and I, we went to Walmart one day, and I don't know, were we high or something, but um, we saw, you know, the Walmart has like the DVD dump bin. Yeah. And there was the Sully movie, you know, Sully yeah. with Tom Hanks, and we decided to like buy all of them. <laughs> so we bought, <laughs> they're five bucks, we bought like all 20 of them, and then we gave them to our friend Vanessa for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's still trying to give them away to people like when they come over like hey do you want one do you want a free movie <laughs> oh that's the best it's hilarious we had like 20 sullies and then but we bought all the blu-rays and then in the three dollar bin we just grabbed one regular sully for good measure see that's what I would do in that situation is I would like if it's that cheap I will gladly pay for postage I just start mailing to random addresses <laughs> <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas. Here's a copy of Sully. I don't know. Sending somebody a, like a copy of uh, Sully in the mail randomly might be a terrorist act. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, you know, the plane he landed in the Hudson. But it's just like that's out of the way right away. And then it's just like committees, you know, <laughs> like asking him questions. Yeah. And Michael Malley is a big dick in it. <laughs> I don't even remember. I was really high. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was fun. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Collectible corner. Yeah. So there was just nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, it, it's gone everywhere. They sh they were gone as soon as they showed up. And clearly, like, uh, you know, the guy running back there, too, like, word got out pretty quick. Yeah. And, like, the collectors were well, on. I feel like I've, I don't know. I feel like I've cooled on Black Series a little bit. I but, have, yeah. But there are certain ones. Like, I really want Omega and Echo just to round out all the bad bad. Yeah, I need an Omega and Echo, too, because we have everybody else. Yes. Yeah. And I just want Werner Herzog. Yeah. <laughs> He's Werner Herzog. Yeah. I want a Werner Herzog See, action like, figure. we haven't opened any of them, though. No! We are surrounded by them right now. <laughs> That's the best. But... We have not opened any. I have not opened one. You have not opened one. The first one we're opening, we're, you got to find a quill and a grief carga, and we're opening those we're motherfuckers. We're ripping that open. We're ripping them open, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to pose them everywhere. Yep. Um, but other than that, so I, I did start looking on... You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of Carga on a... Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of grief on the reef? <laughs> grief on a reef. Yeah, there you go. You know, the wreath that you put on your door, you put grief on a reef. Grief there you on go. a reef. 
Yeah, so you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Have you heard of Grief on a Reef? There you go. That'll yeah. be the thing we're going to do, and I'll post it all Christmas 2022 season. We'll be posting Grief Black Series. One grief of our on a reef. 500. Yes. <laughs> we need a lot of Grief Cargas. Yes, we do. I think we should get like 10 at least, and then we'll send them to our fans. <laughs> it's still funny that we sent... If Thorian Historian won the clone name bracket, and we sent him a fucking charge. <laughs> <Yeah. pain. laughs> Remember when I bought all those? I was like, "This would be worth something," and I just uh, flatlined ever since. Then. Away. But I will say, some of the ones we we got some good ones here. Yeah, I mean those that fucking Anakin and Obi Wan, the the Clone Wars one, the throwback fiftieth Lucas. Those are holding their value. Oh yeah, those are going up. Baby. I still can't believe I scored that Obi Wan in the clone armor. Oh, that guy's up there. It's a good one. I like them all. Yeah. They're all cool to look at. We're surrounded by fun. I started looking at Legos on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace, too. Oh, yeah. Why don't you talk about that Lego So set? I scored uh, uh, a first order transport with Phasma. I think, uh, perfectly honest, I think the transport's hideous. Oh, but it's got functionality. It's got the drawbridge that goes yeah. down. No, I like it for the minifigs. Minifigs are good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't that, know. That one and then uh, the water buffalo ship. That's cool. Yeah. And but, that also has a Pong. No, there's a set with the Pong Krell. That one we need to get. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate that guy, though. <laughs> I really hate that guy. Um, Yeah, we do need that, though. I want all like uh, I, don't, I think we're we're entering the Lego era. Again. I went into I like I got into Legos a little while ago and I started like trying to find sets just for like I wanted to round out the Rebel Council. Yeah. And that's why I wanted the. The water buffalo ship, because it's the only one that comes with, what's his name, from the Citadel. Oh, Even Peel. Even Peel. Yeah. Yes. It's the only one. It's Even Peel is the, that's the yeah. only set that Even Peel comes H-G-H in. H-G-H Yoda. Yes. Yeah. He's like he's like a Yoda, but he's not. Built. He's a built, yeah, scar across yeah, He's like a eye. stacked Yoda, you he's know. He's got a Russian accent. Yeah. He's like uh, a foot taller than Yoda, <laughs> at yeah. least. He looks like a thumb. I think that Jedi Master thumb. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That was cool. So I don't guys, know. I, I'm in a dangerous territory with Legos right now because, like, I for a while there I was just like buying the smaller sets and like really liking them. And now I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to buy any smaller sets anymore. Yep. I like once you build a big boy. I told you. There's. I mean, there's good smaller sets. All of this was predestined i called every single move that was going now to when be i made. mean smaller sets i mean like the 250 piece sets. yes like that are like like a little scene or something yeah, like don't waste your time unless there's like a minifig in there it's all about the minifigs yeah. for those sets but uh you know but like uh boba fett starship boba fett starship boba fett starship a fire spray i believe that yes i believe it's a fire spray is That's what they're what calling it, it. Uh, fire spray starship a fire spray starship is there any other name for it i don't i can't think of one no maybe one of the chuds can let us know <laughs> um but i mean that was like a 500 piece set i'd buy that yeah like that's cool and i still have it displayed here yeah. i like it it's fun i would like a bigger one a bigger fire spray but you know but so i think i'll still be on the level with those like if it's a ship or something that's cool like the little a-wing that i bought that yeah. was cool but i'm just like I don't know. I bought the Mustafar playset. Yep. And I really just wanted the Obi Wan and Anakin minifigs, but like I built the set and I had it set up for a while. But it's I just don't. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like the set itself. See, I jumped the start from the beginning. Like yeah. from the beginning, I started buying the like mid tier yeah. ones, 
And then I caught the bug, and then I couldn't go backward. Did you see the helms that are coming out? Yeah, the Rebel Pilot one and the Mando. Well, there's the Luke one, the Luke Rebel Pilot. Yep. Uh, there's a Mando, and there's also a Dark, a dark Trooper. Dark Trooper, yeah. Oh. I know. I, I think I really want the Dark Trooper one. <laughs> really? It's cool. Yeah. I got to get the Vader helm. I need that one, too. I got all the other ones. The I, only, I don't actually want the Imperial droid. The only one I'm missing is the uh, the Vader helm. Ooh, that's, that's a good, good one. Stuff. Scout Trooper's good. Good stuff. Look at it. Yeah. It's staring right at it. The Scout Trooper stares at the back of your head while we record. The pretty boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't got anything else for Collectible Corner. We're just kind of... Yeah. Other than that, what's going on personally? Anything? You told me that you had a little run-in with uh, your cable company. Well, no, my dad wants to watch Timberwolves and Twins games. So, I mean, Twins haven't started yet, but Timberwolves games are on right now, and he wants to watch them. But, so, we used yeah. to have Fox Sports North, which was the regional sports network, and it was owned by Fox, and then they sold them to Sinclair Broadcasting. Now, Sinclair Broadcasting is a bunch of pieces of shit. It's a media conglomerate. It's a media conglomerate that... Um, shuffles right-wing propaganda and they buy a bunch of local news stations and they make them all say the same exact thing <laughs> yes and then they like wheel dan scavino out there once a week to give his lowdown on america and it's just gross it's gross they're a gross company yes um and you know they that's the whole thing with the right right now they're starting to figure out like bannon is kind of like oh we just got to take over like school boards and stuff yes yeah and like so, Ban is like really like calling for all these nutbags to fucking run for like low well, level municipal things. I just heard a story too. Like they're doing the same thing for like election officials and like yes. low level attorney generals. Yes, that like because when Trump called that one dude from like Georgia and was like, "I just need you to find two hundred more votes in this this county." And the guy, like, actually had a conscience and was like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's wrong. That was like a like light bulb went out how in is Bannon's he, how head. How is he not in jail? Because he's rich and we live in America. <laughs> I mean, it's so absurd. Yeah. Like, he's on tape. But he, he even released a statement last week where he was like, Mike Pence could should have overturned the election. I, He's literally, like, admitting that he wanted to steal a Democratic election. Yeah, but we're, Nobody at, cares. we're at a point where he said that, all of the evidence is there, and the opposite thing is taking place, where there's concerted effort to be like, oh, no, we just need to swap out the ethical people with non-ethical people, and then yeah. we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Um, where was I going, though, with this? I don't remember. Sinclair Broadcasting. Yeah. So Sinclair Broadcasting, they're they're kind of like that grassroots thing. Like instead of like a bigger fucking, you know, like a Fox News, like a conservative or or, you know, like even worse, like OAN or um, Newsmax, you know, like a national conservative media thing. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see the recent thing with Newsmax? No. Like for the longest time, like far right or conservative media they kind of like tiptoe around fascism sure. and be like, you know what? What these people are calling us Nazis, but what does it really mean to be a Nazi? And they'd like there was plausible deniability. They always kind of kept it at arm's reach. <laughs> Recently, well, they, I always thought like the Nazi thing. When you call someone a Nazi, I like but there was there I, was I just think calling somebody a Nazi 
you're kind of cheapening the term, you know, because but, like what the Nazis did. But when you have certain views, sometimes when you have certain views, the good thing is they just because of like the institutions, they can't do certain things. So they had a so I saw a picture of uh, there's some rally where somebody was carrying an actual Nazi flag with a swastika. Oh, yeah. It. Like the trucker rally in Canada yes. brought him up. It might have sure. been it might have been that. And then Newsmax had a uh, the the. What's it? The hypercron or the the the, the chrono? Yeah, the, the chrono, chrono at the bottom. Yeah. The the reporter was there in the chrono. Just said, "Does one Nazi flag mean everybody's a Nazi?" <laughs> <laughs> How are like if you're there and you're willingly just standing by while somebody fucking waves a Nazi flag? Like you really got to look in the mirror and ask yourself, yeah. Is this the company I want to keep? Yeah. Because if you don't say anything to that guy and you just continue to stand there, like, I, sorry, you're like tacitly supporting it. Yes. You just are. And that's the thing that drives me nuts about Trump. The Charlottesville thing was like the most damning thing for me. Like the fact that he couldn't come out and just be like, I don't want your support. That's all he had to do. Yeah. But no, he like danced, he tiptoed around and said there was good people on both and sides. pretended to not know who oh. David Duke was. Oh, yeah. God. Anyways. I don't know if he's saying nice things about me. He can't be all bad. Yeah. I think that was his exact quote. Well, you know what we like to say on the clone cast, Adam? People can change. Yes, they can. I don't think David Duke changed, though. <laughs> no, but, um, but anyways, what I'm saying is Sinclair basically... They figured it out. They're just going to like take over local stations and just feed the propaganda there at a local level, yes. which is actually probably far more effective. Oh, yeah. Well, and conservative figured this out a while ago, too, because they started stocking local school school boards in like low level judges. They started like putting them into place. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. So it's paying dividends, too. Yeah, it's a mess. Um. But anyway, so Sinclair Broadcasting, they bought Fox Sports regional networks. Um, and then they rebranded it as Bally Sports. Now, Bally used to be like a fitness club, a yeah. very big fitness club. Casino. Change. Yeah, a bunch of things. So, okay, whatever. You know, fuck Sinclair, but I'm just, you know, whatever. Um, but what they did then is... Uh, as their contracts were coming up with various streaming services, they got very uh, their demands went way up for the new contract. Like, oh, you want to carry us? Okay, well, you're gonna have to pay double what you were paying when it was this, you know. And so, like, Sling, YouTube TV, all these streaming services are like, well, I guess we're not carrying the regional sports networks anymore. Um, and so that's what happened. So all Bally Sports is off of streaming. The only way you can get it right now is they reached a deal with Xfinity, Comcast. Um, I'm sure some of the other cable companies and DirecTV. So here we have Xfinity. So you got to get Xfinity or DirecTV. Now, my dad, he used to have Xfinity, but in retirement, they decided to save some money and get YouTube TV. So that was fine. But then when Bally's made when then when it made the transition to Bally's after about a month, he no longer had his games. So, I signed up for Comcast because um, I really liked the Timberwolves and I wanted, I didn't yeah. want to miss Timberwolves. So, there was like a Bally Sports app that he could log in with my Xfinity, right? Uh, he couldn't log in on the Xfinity stream because you have to be on the same network that you're paying for. Um, but, 
we were able to work around and get him on to Bally Sports through my Xfinity account. So I was here the last time and you were on the phone with him for quite some time trying to yeah being tech support. Yes. Um, and it worked for a while. It would disconnect and we'd have to reconnect it. But I think they figured it out and they're starting to weed out accounts um, that are using it in that way. Um, so he can't get in anymore. So my 80 year old father who just wants to watch the Timberwolves play basketball <laughs> and just wants to watch the twins. He's like, he's on the phone. I can tell he's like actually upset that he can't watch the game tonight. He's very upset. Do you think this is the thing that brings him over to the right side? No, I don't think he is. <laughs> he's gonna, I was trying to explain it gonna, to him. He's going to become a leftist yeah. because he can't watch the yeah. Twins play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to he's gonna demand that we just make a fucking all like sports networks a public commodity. <laughs> His eyes are open. <laughs> yes. But no, but like, it just pisses me off because like, my dad is 80. Like, he just wants to watch his fucking basketball game. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, how greed. I'm so sick of the fucking greed. Yeah. I hate it. Well, and I hated that company before they ever bought any of this but shit. But that's the, that's the thing that bugs me the most about all of this horse shit is, like, I get the theory behind, like, free markets and capitalism. But the one thing that, like, that every theory is talking about that... The thing that makes all of those things good in all of these theories is competition. That's the one fucking thing that they are saying, like, free markets, there's competition. There's competition. Yeah. If there's any kind of regulation that that diminishes competition. And once you don't have competition, that, that limits innovation and that Im limits everybody. You need to, like, open up. You need to do away with regulation so there's more competition and that has happened where they've done away with regulation, but there's just been more and more consolidation yes. and monopolization. And co they try to do away with competition the first time that they have enough power to do so. Yeah. And that's the thing that drives me up a fucking wall. Yeah. It's, they just merge with other companies and it's just, there's like literally like three cable providers in the country and it all depends on what region you're yes. in. Yes. That's the thing. Like, if you were going to spout some libertarian bullshit about to me about yeah. the free market, cool. You should be okay with antitrust laws in the government being like, no, you can't merge with that company because you're trying to buy out your competition. Yeah. You should be okay with that if you are just a-okay with Adam Smith and all of his teachings. Yeah. We don't have much for antitrust laws anymore. No, Mr. Reagan made sure of that. He was a, such a he was such a straight shooter though, and he liked his jelly beans. <laughs> yes, he did. Should have fucking choked on his the wife gave a mean blowjob too. Apparently, what? <laughs> apparently, that news is leaked. Like she gave blowjobs all over Hollywood, and she was quite good at it. Oh, really? Apparently, she made a reputation for herself. No, good for Nance. <laughs> um, yeah, she was a looker <laughs> in her old age. Nah, I don't care for her. No, she's a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so that was just, I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm just annoyed. He also asked me, he's like, now you're uh, somebody asking me about your podcast. How do I tell them to find that? I was like, they don't. <laughs> they don't find it. He's like, well, do you, is it vulgar? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, what do, you, what do you mean is it vulgar? I was like, well, 
I mean, we're not spouting, uh, you know, like uh, slurs, racial slurs or anything, but um, I mean, we, we say the F word and, you know. You say goddamn every episode. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's, no. and he's like, well, I don't want to endorse it then. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want you to endorse it. The people you're friends with, this is not for them. I'm just waiting for your dad to be like, okay, so my friend found your podcast. Now he wants to make a couple comments on Twitter to like, let him let you know what he thinks about it so have you explained every step of you know, the way my one regret with all this is i just never would have told my parents <laughs> i could probably i tell my mom she's fine but like i just never would have told my dad yeah. you know but then i have to somehow explain this fucking room when they show up you know like <laughs> oh, it's peter pan um anyways uh, that's what's on my mind you got anything else no, I'm just collecting, doing stuff around the house. Nah. Yeah, working. Nah. You've been without uh, Brie for a few days, right? She's out oh, at yeah, a conference. She's, she's out at a conference, which is nuts because that hasn't happened in the last, like, two years. What did you do with your free time? Playing Fallout 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Staying really exploring that wasteland, Staying baby. up late and gaming? Yeah. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah. What does Izzy do? She just hangs out by me. That's She's cool. the best. It's like the best roommate you can ever have as a cat. Because they just, they're kind of there, but they don't bother you. Yeah, their presence is there. And then eventually she gets sick of it and she goes the fuck to bed. She yeah. like walks upstairs by herself and goes into her house and lays down. Well, you, you were talking about getting a dog, though. Yeah. You ready for that? Eventually. Yeah. We got a fence in our yard first. Yeah. You're going to get a lab, right? I think so. Ooh. But Bree and I love labs, so. Yeah. She's napping Nothing here. Nothing better. Nothing better than a lab. Uh, should we do the time warp? Yes. Chibata bread. Okay. Together again. Season seven, episode eight, aired on April tenth, twenty twenty. So, midst of the pandemic, so once again, no movies. No, those theaters were just closed. It feels like this was like last year, too. Yeah, that was pretty close. I mean, we're, we're coming up on two years, but, you know. Uh, Weekend was still number one with Blinding Lights. It was the number one song in America. Um, it's my ex-girlfriend's birthday that day, so that's oh. exciting. So happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Uh, but it was also a celebrity birthday of some renown. So that's what we're going to guess now. Um I do have some songs that we're going to do from previous, and I'll get to that in a second. But uh, let's see. Let's see if you can guess this celeb's birthday. Uh, this is the kind of guy. Now, I'll say he's a he's like a fucking an old action star. I would say probably one of the lesser action stars, but was definitely had some renown in the 80s and 90s. But now he's like a frequent like um, Fox News contributor. Oh, damn it. I was going to say Dolph Lundgren, but no, not Dolph. No, no, no. Uh, Kevin Sorbo? No, he's bigger than Sorbo. Bigger than Sorbo. Bigger than Sorbo. Shoot. Just the worst actor. <laughs> Just the worst. Well, it's not Arnold, because Arnold... Jean-Claude Van Damme famously made fun of him. like, I'll kick his ass. <laughs> oh! This guy's been making the rounds. Yes, he has. He was in North Korea for a little while. Oh, he goes to all the dictator's he places. Made he best, hung out with Putin. He made best friends with Putin for a yeah. while. It is. He also had a reality show where or, they made him a sheriff. 
in like some kind of crazy county yeah. in like Arizona. And he killed a guy because he drove a tank through his house. <laughs> Behind the Bastards does an episode about him. He killed a guy? They drove. They did a no-knock warrant raid on some oh dude's my God. house. And they drove through his house with a tank and he died. You haven't even named the guy yet. It is Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> no, it's Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Look up Steven Seagal's episode of Behind the Bastards. It is fucking hilarious. And he does. The reason he got away with it is because it was Joe Arpaio. Yeah, that, that fucking piece weird of shit. sheriff in Arizona. Oh, he's not weird. He's a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. That got pardoned. It got put out of jail by Trump. But his reality started like Florida. And even Florida was like, this is getting out of out of hand. Like, you can't do this here anymore. And Joe Arpaio was like, come to Arizona. You can drive through any house here. And then he killed a guy and the show got canceled. But is he just making a, a, you know, a habit of driving through houses? No, he's being a like tough guy. Like, oh, uh, I'm OK. I'm been deputized. Now, what's crazy about this, though, is um, that was his 68th yeah. birthday. I I thought Steven Seagal would be like late 50s. Um, I don't know. He must have burst on the scene a little bit later than yeah. else, but it's crazy. Like, I would love to see John Claude Van Damme kick the shit out. Guy's of him. got great genes because 68 years old, not a gray hair on his head. I don't know how he does. Yeah, it. I'm sure that's natural. <laughs> what is a hair club for men? No, what is it? What's the what's the hair dye one? What's the just hair? for men? Just for men. Yeah. yeah. God, it's so funny when I see somebody do that, too, because it looks so bad. Well, for the longest time, McCartney was like that. Yeah, now McCartney, McCartney is, he's adopted like the half. He's thankfully like let a little gray come in. He's done the blend. But up until like, I don't know, six years ago, it yeah. was still like dark hair. Yeah. And then you see him like sweating on stage and you're like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> it just looks weird. Um, okay, but so happy 68th, now 69 years old, Steven Seagal. Um, 69. Okay, so June 27th. 1992. Now, that is the time warp that we're going to be doing. Do you know what happened on June 27th, 1992? June 27th, 1992. No. Any clues? Nothing. I just picked a random day. Okay. All right. So, yep, I <laughs> Do you want to do the song or the movie first? Uh, let's do this song. Okay. Uh, this is a cover that was off an unplugged album, MTV Unplugged. Is it? Nirvana or is it Eric Clapton? It's neither. Oh, she always hits the top forty. Still, I mean, she's still very famous, but she hits the top forty every Christmas season, guaranteed. Oh, Mariah Carey. It's Mariah Carey. Do you care to wager what cover she's doing? <sighs> what cover is it? It's a Jackson Five song. I want you back. Nope. It's all be there. Oh, I'll be there. Are you ready for a sing-along? Let's do it. We're doing it. I love this song. It is great. Yep. What the H? <laughs> Gotta hit these. What the H? Here we go. Here we go. Clone cast sing-along. I'll be there. I'll be there. 
Just call my name And I'll be there Riff, Adam, do a riff Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> Oh, it's a beautiful song It really is Alright, you had enough? I thought said it was unplugged It is unplugged okay. Her voice sounds electric It is electric She has a very powerful voice Um and the uh, the backup singer who who sang some of the parts is a man by the name of Trey Lorenz. Okay. Who I, I went down a rabbit hole on Wikipedia, and they sang this song together at Michael Jackson's memorial. Ah. Man, that guy got a hell of a send off. I tell you. <laughs> yes, he did. It was a packed Staples Center in Los Angeles. <laughs> Do you remember? I remember watching the like the equivalent of the red carpet going into his memorial. Yes. Where they were interviewing celebrities, and. His piece of shit father was like pitching some new business venture that he had going at his son's memorial service. Yeah, Joe Jackson, um, if you ever look into him, real, a real piece <laughs> oh of work. Oh, my God. A real fucking piece of work. Um, Even for him, I was like, wow, that yeah. is low. It's Joe Jackson. Yeah. That's what he does, you know. Uh, got anything Not else? to be confused with the... New wave singer Joe Jackson. No. Because that guy's a stand-up fella. No. Uh, this would be uh, Joe Jackson from Gary, Indiana. Yes. Of Jackson Family Fame. Man, he he was not good to those kids. No. He was a real taskmaster. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man. Hot Charles. Charles. <laughs> Charles. Um. Should I don't got be our else. new. Should be our new soundbite. Anytime either one of us starts to wade in the waters of controversy, yeah, that song should just. Roll. Yeah, just get us out of there. Do, I, do we have to do any edits on this one? We gotta no. upload this Monroe. No, we're fine. I did say something along the lines like calling a Republican a Nazi. I think is extreme at times. And I think I said no. I think they're all Nazis. So <laughs> I think we. I think we covered our bases. Do you get my point, though? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, what's that one rule? There's You're being a, like, a bit hyperbolic. There's a rule that, like, w- like eventually any debate on the Internet ends with somebody being called a Nazi. And once you call someone a Nazi, it's like, you, well, you're not. Like, yeah. There's no coming back from that. So I'm just saying, I think it a bit. I find it a bit hyperbolic. Yeah. Like, get, they're definitely fascists. I get your point. They're fascists. But if your methodology means you're putting your race above another person's race, I got no problem calling you a Nazi. And if you want to put walls up to keep immigrants out, kind of Nazi behavior. So I'd say they're fascists. <laughs> yes. I, I I cringe to think what they would do if they had nobody to check them. But, hey, we'll find out in like 20 years because we're rapidly approaching it. <laughs> yes, so we are. I'm sure we'll be taken and thrown into a camp for recording these things. <laughs> like, hey, did you guys run a podcast 20 years ago where you said Donald <laughs> Trump sucks ass? I cannot wait until we are brought before a military tribunal because <laughs> I am going... Star Wars podcast. I am going to give no shits. It is going to be hilarious. It's going to be funny because you're going to be sitting there <laughs> laughing. And I'm just going to I'm going to be like, oh, it's Adam's fault. <laughs> it's Adam's fault. <laughs> We're going to be like, oh, no, our states are sealed. Our, our fates are sealed. I'm just going to have fun with this at this point. Uh, and I'm just going to throw you under a bus. <laughs> now it's over. Uh, all right. Having uh, diabetes in this country is going to kill me by the time I'm 63 anyway. So I might as well have some fun. with. Who it. is? 
I said having diabetes oh, yeah, in yeah. this country is going to kill me by the time I'm 63. Yeah, sorry, so. I, I couldn't hear you over the blasting <laughs> yeah. music. Um, should we get into the episode? Yes. All right, let's do it. Do it. What the age? What the age? Now see, this is what the holidays are all about. Three buddies sitting around chewing gum, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. So we are on to season seven, episode eight, together again. Season seven, episode eight. This is very exciting. Together again. So where we started the last episode, they were in Pike Prison. Uh, They they ran around Obadiah, and we start this episode back in Pike Prison. (laughs) So that whole episode, I still don't know why we needed it. It's literally like it did not need to exist. Literally, they just ran around in a circle. Yeah. Hey, we got to see some Felutions again, so that was fun. Yeah, we did get some Delaney. Um, It wasn't actually Delaney, but I don't know. It's probably Delaney adjacent. Delaney's the type that went, you know, like globe trotting, don't you think? Popped off planet. He's a fucking war hero after that episode, so. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. He's a beautiful man. Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm going to abuse that, aren't I? Anyways, okay, so we're starting off back in the jail cell with Rafa, Trace, and Ahsoka. We're going to have a clip right out of the bat. This is them discussing what's going on and where they're going to go next. Maybe we could pretend to be sick or dead. What do you think we should do, Ahsoka? Let's look at how we got here. Oh, I know the answer to that. We're here because you convinced Trace to dump the spice, and she did. I never told her to do that. Wait, so you're blaming me for this? If we went through with my original deal, we'd be back on Coruscant counting our money right now. But your original deal was the problem. For you. For me as well. When did this happen? What? The two of you against me, when it was always just you and me, Trace. Always. Rafa, I'm not choosing sides here. I'm just... Just siding with her. Only in this case, Rafa. But I look out for you. She's your friend today, but what about tomorrow? And the next day? What about then? You and I were always good. Good until she showed up. I think I know of a way to get us out of here. What's your plan? It's better if you don't know. I hope it's better than your last one. Rafa. You need to trust me. (laughs) Me? Trust you. We each played a part in getting here. Now we need to do the same to get out. But we have to trust each other. What choice do I really have? Why do you not trust Ahsoka at this point? Do you remember how the last episode ended? Was Rafa suddenly finding humility? And like apologizing? Yeah. And like fessing up like, I guess part of this is my fault. And it's like none of that happened. Yeah, but and also I'm kind of asked, you know, that and it seemed like she had started to develop some positivity towards Ahsoka. Yeah. And all of a sudden, why should I trust you? Yeah. It's like, what, what do you mean at this point? Yeah. 
Like, she's helped you escape from... Again, it's like the last episode did not happen. It's crazy. It's literally like we're starting over. Yes. From where we were before. Yeah. And I honestly, dude, like... I'm just going to throw it out there right now. Like, I've had enough of this arc. <laughs> I don't know if there was like... I knew we'd get there. <laughs> I didn't... I didn't... I didn't I don't know if there was like a ton of cool background stuff that I missed or anything, but this episode just did nothing for me, man. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, you know there's some stuff at the end, you know, but overall it was just like this is the same fucking thing. Yep. You could have it could have been one episode. Yeah. This literally could have been a two episode arc if we're being serious. If we really wanted to condense it, yes, it could be, and it would be way better. But it definitely should have been a three Max. episode arc. Max, and it would have been much better for it. So, um, they got a plan, or Ahsoka's got a plan. She's like, all you got to do is trust me. Okay, so right then, some pike guards show up, and they bring them before Marg Krim. Uh, Marg Krim is pissed off still, wants his spice. He's like, you got to pay your debt or watch your friends die slowly. Marg Krim does seem a little bit more blasted in this episode than he has been before. Well, he sat down for a bit finally, he did. You know, now got, that they're in custody. He's got the two like spice pots smoking next to his yeah. throne too. I miss the guy from the, <laughs> he the, was the previous guy. Yeah, he was he better. Was what great. was that guy's name? I can't remember. He was cool. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Mark Krim sucks. Yeah. Mark Krim is not as cool as that guy. Season 6 guy. He's got the uh, Mark Krim's got the hat though. Now Duke who killed him. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Yeah. Anyways. Fucking Siths. Fuck you, Dooku. Fucking piece Obi -Wan of shit. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's like, he's trying to get a spice. And we find out why he cares about this spice so much. I mean, they, you know, they, we'll find out in a little bit here. Now, I was under the impression, though, that this was a smaller load from Kessel. That's what I thought, too. They literally said, oh, yeah, well, it's just a small little basic run. Once you do this successfully, you'll get a bigger job. But in the and so I'm like... This is all just... And also, in the last episode, when he was talking to Rafa, he was like, "Like you cost me thousands. And it's like, that's still... like I know we're talking about credits, not dollars, but like that doesn't sound like a lot. Especially for the Pikes. Yeah. You know? Like, you could have bumped it up to, like, tens of thousands. The Pikes are, like, literally at a point where they're, like, taking their PS5 to the pawn shop. Yeah! This is like <laughs> this is a major crime syndicate, yeah. and I'm imagining they're pulling these people in and being like, "You lost me seven hundred and eighty-seven dollars, <laughs> and I expect to be paid." It's nuts. It's crazy. Makes no sense. But um, Ahsoka starts to speak up, and she's like, she cuts him off, just like, "Hey, I want to cut a deal with you, but I want to speak to you alone." And it's going to be our next clip. So this is where. Ahsoka stressing to the Martez sisters, you have to trust me. So this is going to sound bad, but if they trust her, then they know what's up. So here we go. I want to cut a deal with you alone. What? You would betray your friends. Trust me. They're not my friends. Where is... Okay, now notice how she really emphasized trust me there. We'll get into it in a little bit here, but it just, I'll just, it's, I want to just remember that when we play the next clip, okay? I want to cut a deal with you, alone. What? You would betray your friends. Trust me. They're not my friends. 
Where is my spice? They hid the spice off-world. I don't know where. Send them to go get it and give them one rotation. If they don't come back, I'll tell you where their family's from. That should motivate them. Ahsoka, why would you say that? Because she's a snake! Just like I warned you! And what do you get out of all of this? Just my percentage. A small price to pay for a rather large spice shipment once it's returned to you. Very well. You have one rotation to bring back my spice. If you don't, I'll torture the information out of your friend here and kill her, you, and your family. I won't forget this. This is another deception. I know, but I don't have much of a choice. I must regain that spice. My life depends on it as much as theirs. You think he will find out about this? He knows. He always knows. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he does. He always <laughs> knows. So one of the few highlights coming up here. <laughs> um... One, okay, so Mark Krim is letting the Martez sisters go retrieve the spice unaccompanied. Yeah. Unaccompanied. All because he has the, can hold it over their heads that, oh, I know where your families are and they'll be hurt by this yeah. if you don't come back. I, he, they, they make a bunch of calls in this episode that it's like, oh, these guys are all blasted out of their minds. They're like, they have no fucking idea what's going like, on. You think maybe he'd be like, I'm going to send a, a troop of guards with you. Yes. To, like, watch you. It makes no sense. Yeah. It, yeah, you've tried to escape multiple times here. Uh, we were going to kill you, but then we decided not to for some reason. Um, I... Mother of God. <laughs> I literally thought we were done with my brain getting twisted into a pretzel. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. Anyways, so the Martez sisters are brought to their ship and, yeah, you know, free like a bird. Let them go. <laughs> um, they have one rotation to get back um, with that. So um, we see their ship take off. And as they're taking off, we see Bo-Katan watching. Or no, it's actually it's one of Bo-Katan's yes, it is. assistants. Yep. Uh, but Bo-Katan is there and the Mandalorians are kind of paying attention. They're like, the Jedi didn't leave the Citadel. What's going on? Why isn't the Jedi going with them? She's like, keep an eye out. You know, we're going to keep a watch on this. Um, we get back to Ahsoka's cell. The guards leave, and she immediately breaks out. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> that was the other thing. That was, like, like Ahsoka plainly said, I only, I only got one shot at this the last episode. Well, that's because she's been trying to hide her Force abilities. Well, that and there was a guard posted outside the cell. And now they walked her to the cell, and the guard just moved away. Immediately. Now, honestly, like... The, the last episode, there was a kerfuffle that was going on around the corner, and that's what drew the guards away. How are these pikes not... I mean, for, like, this crime syndicate, like, they have some pretty shitty cells yeah. that, like, a Jedi can hack in, like, half a second. Yeah. Half a second. 
I mean, it's just, it's just like literally like a little push of the force. <laughs> and she's out again. Like, she's basically free to do whatever she wants. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. It was um, like that scene in Hot Shots, the movie. Oh, I love Hot Where the guy, Shots. like, walks between the bars to pick the keys off the guard. Yeah. To unlock <laughs> the cell door. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, so, yeah. Ahsoka's free again. Uh, and we are going to get to the Silver Angel. Now, the Silver Angel is the Martez sister ship, the freighter that Trace has been working on. Um and, you know, I mentioned before, uh, you know, we talked about the Ahsoka emphasizing trust me and how the previous clip, she said, we just have to trust each other. Um, and also the fact that she knows there is no family. So, yeah. But uh, it's going to be our next clip. It's going to be the Martez sister discussion on what just took place and what they're going to do going forward. I still don't understand what Ahsoka was thinking. She knows we don't have any family. Uh, Exactly. But she has no leverage. We don't have to go back. What she did back there, giving herself up for us, that's rare. You don't see that much. You mean that was her plan? I thought that was clear. Trust me. Come on, Trace. Okay, but if that's true, how is she gonna escape? I don't know. But I'm not going to let her try, because if she does, she'll hold it over my head. Wait, you're going back to help her, so you can one-up her? Now you're catching on. So how do we rescue Ahsoka without getting captured again? By delivering the spice, of course. Okay, so... so Trace is a fucking moron. <laughs> like, Trace, Trace literally is ten years old. I would not be surprised if there was some, if they, let's say they give Clone Wars another three seasons and they have to throw in some filler and we get a Trace and Rafa backstory. I would not be surprised if there was a severe head injury <laughs> at some point in Trace's past. She fell off her speeder bike or something before Luminara like cut her parents' heads off or whatever I the mean, fuck happened. The only it's thing that makes insane. sense. The only thing that makes sense to me, and we talked about it, she's ten. She's eight years old. Yes. <laughs> if we after had another episode, I would be declaring her like a toddler. After watching this, I went back and I watched the Bad Batch episode because I was like, I have to like, I have oh, to, yeah, yeah, I yeah. have to gauge the episode that they should. In I'm going to watch that tonight because I have to like figure out like, uh, like did they switch them? Cause that took place quite a ways after this. Well, not really. Well, I'm, I'm saying like, Oh, you're talking about the, the actual production. Yes. A couple years animating okay. it yeah. and like creating okay. the story in that. How is it? Uh, it's fine. I think they're, I that's the episode I, I remember. I don't remember However, that well. The clip that we just heard, where yeah. it sounds like Trace has the processing of, I don't know, a six-year-old. Yeah, I'm continuing to reduce her age. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> in that she, Bad Batch episode, she's a newborn. <laughs> she is the one that comes up with the idea and hacks the tactical droid's head initially. To like turn well, she is the handy. I mean, she was fixing up a ship. I know, but it's like she's a savant all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's crazy. It's I'm gonna have to rewatch that episode tonight. Um, I uh, it's 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 it I it it boggles the mind. Charles. 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 
Bonita. I want to like both of them too. I'm not ready. Charles. All right. I mean, no, it's not that I dislike them. It's just the way they're written. It. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Like, Trace clearly like is being written like a five-year-old. And we're down to five. You said yeah, six. We're down to five. Yeah. I yep. did say newborn, but <laughs> she's gonna be a fucking infant by the end. That's what I'm saying. She's gonna be a newborn by the time. This but is both over. of the, the that's the thing that and Rafa, me. who's like the the schemer, the brains of the operation. That's fine. They do that part well, but she's literally back in the start of this episode to where she was at the start of the previous episode. That's the thing that bugs me. It's like they've both been like on the streets, quote unquote, since their parents died and they've had to take care of themselves. I think it could have been an actual interesting story arc if they both like knew certain things that Ahsoka didn't because Ahsoka is more, I don't know, intellectual or has a more traditional like. Uh, Ahsoka like, has never been out like of the Jedi Order. Right. Like, that's she what I'm should saying. be learning from them. That's what I'm saying. Like they have they are supposed to have street smarts that Ahsoka does not have. And their street smarts are literally like running like terrible griffs. Right. It's just like there's potential here that was just floundered. Zetukas is going to be mad at us. <laughs> so Charles. Let's get on with the episode. I I don't know. Let's let's get through this. Yeah? Yeah. Eh. All right. So we get back to Ahsoka. She's sneaking around. She ends up sneaking into, like, a weapon storage. There's tons of, like, rifles and shit in there. I would be loading up. Like, she should be going, like, Schwarzenegger and Commando on this shit. Uh, but <laughs> she just takes some there bombs. There should be a montage of yeah. her loading up bandoliers. Yes. <laughs> like, she should be going, like, full-on, like, armed to the teeth. But she just takes some bombs. Um, we get back to the Martez sisters. They're approaching their destination. Um, and her plan is this. They are going to steal spice from the Pikes to give the Pikes the spice. <laughs> There's an episode of It's Always Sunny where uh, they come up with an idea of creating their own money as a self-sustaining economy. So we <laughs> hand out the money and then they give it back to us. And then at the end of the episode, they figure out like, oh no, we're just giving away liquor for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the scheme they're coming up. I with. mean, this scheme, it would work for like half a second yeah. where you're like, here's a spice, you know, and then you got to hope they let you go because eventually one of these people at this planet that they're planning to is going to get a hold of somebody and be like, yeah, we got robbed. Yeah. By, also, my two sisters. Ahsoka went to great lengths to be like, I got this. You guys get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, if I was Ahsoka, I would be fucking irate if these two came back in. Like, yes. I went to great lengths to get you guys out of here to safety. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that's the plan, though. Gonna steal spice from the pikes to pay the pikes. So. They land on. Do we have a planet on this? Do we know what it is? It's I like a, it's like a spice mining facility or something. Yeah. For uh, a second, I thought they just went to another part of Obadiah. Sure. <laughs> they were going. Yeah. I would not be surprised if that is what happened. Yeah, they just went to the southern hemisphere. <laughs> yes. 
if they weren't in hyperspace for half a minute and they weren't like loading up, there is a scene where they're loading up. Before they this. wouldn't even gone to another yeah. hemisphere. Now they would have gone two doors over from where yeah. they have Ahsoka. <laughs> well, that was quick, but. No, there is a scene where they're loading up at like a local spaceport yes. or something, and I think it's the same spaceport that we saw on the Racco Hardy's arc, where um, Anakin and Ahsoka catch up with Racco Hardy's and Cad Bane and crew. Oh, Evo yeah. Morale, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy that talks in a third person all the time. Yep, Evo Morale. Remember the box? Yep. Oh, that oh, was fucking weird, Duke, man. Welcome to the box. <laughs> the box. <laughs> um, okay, so. Uh, they, it's uh, Orandia. That's the planet? Yep. Okay, so they land, and uh, Rafa comes out, and there's like little foreman guy. He's a Tunga, right? Yep. A Tunga, and that's the same species as Ben Quadinaros. Ben Quadinaros, yeah. Yes, the uh, famed uh, pod racer from yes. episode one. Um, so they're little guys, and they look like I don't know. You are absolutely right, too. I just pulled up uh, what the the uh, oh, it's the same spaceport, the refueling station, and it did appear in Friends and Enemies and the Box. Wow, there we wow. go. Wow, great, great eye. Yeah, I like that spaceport. <laughs> I don't know that Racco Hardy's arc is very vivid to me. Yeah, because mostly because Depressed Kenobi got really mad at us because we couldn't get his <laughs> name right. <laughs> And so we, wow, we fucked up. We need a list of all the names we fucked up. Although that, that arc did make me realize that Hardee's and Carl's Jr. is not a top tier fast food chain. Oh, you went back. I went and I got something. It was not good. It used to be good. It used to be like, like a tier or two Wait, above. You got, you got the one with the sourdough, right? Yeah. Mm. The the Frisco burger or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't great. You got to do a standard thick burger. No, it like No, a standard bun. But I'm saying Wendy's blows them out of the water. No, you got to get standard no. bun Hardee's. I'm going. I'll get standard bun and I'll get Wendy's. I'll do a fucking blind taste test. I'm bringing them next time. Oh, we're that's doing fun. We're Let's doing do a blind head taste head. test. Yeah. We should do like uh drinks too. <laughs> We should just do a segment where it's just blind taste tests. Tune in for more of that when we review Rebels. We'll have more fun activities oh, like that. Oh, I've got segments already <laughs> planned for Rebels. Do you want to hear a little sneak peek of a Rebel segment that'll yeah. be going on? All right, all right, all right, here. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this fucking arc anymore. <laughs> I know, let's do this. <laughs> so this is something that we're not going to do till Rebels. So this will be like a segment that we do every now and then. Not going to be every episode, the but... The Clone Cast presents... Power <laughs> yeah. So that's the power rankings. Uh, we're gonna do power rankings. That's giving characters. your take on characters that pop up in Rebels. Yeah. So yeah. like we meet Ezra or these yeah. various characters that I've heard of, and I'm gonna have them ranked. And, you know, maybe they'll jump up one. Maybe they'll fall off, you know? I like this. It's going to be fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, we're trying a bunch of new stuff. And I have one of you on here. Another yeah, preview? Yeah. Okay. Charles. <laughs> Charles. Now, I think we'll use that as if there's ever a character named Charles. <laughs> Speaking of which, I had the idea. When Let's I was, not even talk about When I was just going anymore. to the bathroom, like, literally 15 minutes ago. Yeah. After listening to that clip, I thought to myself. <laughs> Do you know what would be fun? I should rewatch Frasier and just find random clips that we could insert yes. to our Rebels episode. If you're just joining us, we <laughs> love Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer is simultaneously 
the greatest person of all time, but also a massive piece of shit. He's a rough one. You cannot sound the way that man does without being a piece of shit in yeah, real life. But he's fucking great, too. He sounds wonderful. He's a problematic fave. Yes. Absolutely. He has to be brought into the Star Wars universe yeah. at some point. Absolutely. If that happens, we are both going to lose our fucking minds. My favorite Kelsey Grammer random appearance is in a Next Generation Star Trek episode. He was in a Next Generation yeah. episode? He, he has like a 30-second cameo as like a, a starship captain at the end of an episode <laughs> that has been stuck in a temporal loop. <laughs> That has been stuck in a temporal loop for, like, 30 years. And then, like, the Enterprise ends up, like, crushing it. And so, like, <laughs> they they hail. And he's got, like, the old Starfleet gear on from fucking Kirk's days. And he's like, and, and Picard's like, Captain, do you know what date it is? And he's like, Stardate this. He's like, wait, I'm sorry. What does he say? Stardate. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Charles! Captain, do you know what Stardate is? Charles! <laughs> But, yeah, it's fucking great. It's hilarious. Um, let's hit some more buttons before we get on. Check out the big brain on Brad. Come, come, Okay, on with the episode. It. Charles. <laughs> it's one of those. Okay. Pay, paying dividends. Where were we? Oh, yeah. So, the Tunga, the Ben Quadinaros, um, the Tunga foreman. Now he's like the lesser foreman. I'll call him lesser foreman because no, we meet greater foreman. Yeah, he's like he's the supervisor. He's the doc supervisor. Okay, yeah. And then there's the foreman. There's the. Foreman. But I'm calling him lesser foreman. Yes. Okay, that's what I want to call. Um, he greets them, and Rafa just kind of plays hard ass and just like, hey, we're here to pick up the shipment, you know. And so let's get our next clip here. Hey, so you got some spice for me? I told you I do not have your shipment listed anywhere. You've never done a special request pickup? Ha, very rarely. Then today is one of those very rarely situations. Look, pal, I don't want to get you in trouble, but this is coming from up top, if you know what I mean. So why don't you just start loading the spice onto my ship? But, but I can't just give it to you. Hey, I'm following instructions. You should too. Start loading things up. I'm on a tight schedule. But, but, but... If it makes you feel better, go find your boss. But when he asks what the holdup is, I'm going to tell him it's your fault. So while you go get in trouble, I'm going to start loading up my ship. Come on, guys. Let's get moving. Okay. So she's just playing like she's supposed to be there. Yes. I'm... And this is further proof that if you're... if. If you happen to be a white dude in a suit, you can get into any place in America if you act this way. You like, think? If you look and sound the part, you can get past fucking anywhere. Yeah, there is that uh, Leo DiCaprio movie, and it's just based on a true story, the uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yes. Where he like, literally like fooled people into thinking he's a pilot yeah, and shit. Things have not changed since then. No. If you sound confident, like people don't want to... like put people out so they'll yeah. just be like oh okay you must belong here yeah it's like did you see there's a video like a viral video went around a while ago of like two guys that were like okay if we dress kind of blue collar and we're carrying a ladder i wonder if we can get into places and they like went into movie theaters without having to show tickets they got into like concerts because they were just acting like maintenance workers that like had to like fix shit yeah and they were just confident when they walked through the turnstiles we got to develop some confidence. <laughs> yeah. We got to groom an alpha mindset. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, so 
Um, we get back to Ahsoka, and she's just like planting bombs in like this factory area. I don't know what they're making <laughs> there. Is it like a spice the, refinery? It's the spice distillery. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, it's where they turn spice into. Um, I don't know. What do you think they use it for? Cocaine. Cocaine. Now, I th- I think it's more of like a Nest Quick. You know, you just yeah, dump yeah. it in the middle. You, you stir it up. And Mix you that up real good. Whoa. How many scoops did you use of Nest Quick? Oh, at least three. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get, nah, you use too many, you get the clumps. Yeah. Uh, I don't they like the clumps. float up to the top. Ugh. Ugh. Hate the clumps. I was more of a Hershey's syrup guy. Me too. I like the Hershey's yeah. syrup. But then, after a while, yeah. so I, when I became an adult, I graduated Hershey's syrup, and that's what I used. But then there was a good 13, 14 year gap in there. And then mm-hmm. as an adult, I was like, you know what? I should revisit Nestle quick. And I went back and I did it and I stirred it correctly. Oh, it's a tasty treat. Yeah. Now, there's also the good bottle Nestle quick, too. Yeah. Oh, that is a trace. Oh, but the powdered Nestle quick. Snack. The other thing you do, sprinkle that over some ice cream. Ooh. Oh, you got a stew going. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, when you were a kid, <laughs> did you ever do ice uh, vanilla ice cream with like a Hershey syrup? Did yeah, you ever do that? of course. Now, you know what I did? I would always stir it up and I would make like this weird like ice cream soup shit. Of course. It's so good. Every child has done that. Okay. I thought I was an innovator. All right. No, that's the same <laughs> thing that like as an adult though, I would, if, if I'm around a child that does that, I'd be like, what are you doing? Still, like stop dicking around. Eat yeah. Your after ice cream. a while, I was like, oh, if you just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> It's actually better. <laughs> Although I think, you know, maybe that would be a fun experiment. The, for the glory podcast. that is a child's You know mind. what we should do for a taste test? Hershey's syrup versus a generic brand. Yeah. That would like, be fun. Like Bosco. Yeah. Oh, I've never actually had Bosco. I. I think it's an East Coast thing. Yeah. We got to find some Bosco. We'll do Bosco versus Hershey's. That'll be fun. Yeah. What do we want to taste it on, though? Do we want to try it on milk or do we want to try it on uh, on ice cream? The world's our oyster. Mm. Okay. Hot Charles. Okay. Oh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, um, Ahsoka's in there planting bombs in the uh, spice refinery. And Mark Krim is actually in there and apparently just has conversations with his boss in this loud factory. <laughs> yeah, this is where I'm going to go uh, take this boss's hollow call here. Hey, maybe all the conference rooms were taken. Yeah, the head of the entire Pike operation. They can't. That fucking Craig, he, he fucking signed up for all the conference rooms. For his fucking Magic the Gathering tournament. It happens. Yeah, I guess. Um, but it's going to be our next clip. So Ahsoka is just sneaking around under there, and she's they're up on a catwalk. She's down below planting her bombs, and um, she overhears this conversation. And we, the, the, the true boss of this operation is revealed. I assure you, this delay does not change things. We will proceed as planned. You are but one small piece moving in this mechanism which I have designed, and yet, when you falter, it jeopardizes everything. What the age? Understand? I understand. That it's dark. Maul is cracking down on my operations. Just a week ago, they raided one of my shipments arriving on Coruscant. Well, there, Jedi. I don't know. None of my men made it out. Hmm. Well, then the answer is yes. (laughs) 
He looks around. He might have spotted Ahsoka. He heard Ahsoka or saw Ahsoka. I have things to attend to other than your incompetence. Make sure there are no more delays. And if there are, I am certain Crimson Dawn would love the opportunity to take control of your operation. He plays members of the Collective against one another. An efficient way to deal with our kind of business. Surely Maul knows we do not jump to his demand. Would you care to make that clear to him? Sir, come quickly. The prisoner has escaped. <laughs> she's already planted like 50 fucking bombs, yeah. dude. Hey, she's gone. Yeah. Another, and like, just the fact that this episode coincides with the episode of Book of Boba Fett that we just watched. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that the one, that the one guy is like, he's pitting one crime family against another, mm-hmm. and the guy that has any kind of, like, crime knowledge is like, yeah, that's an efficient way to go about doing stuff. In Book of Boba Fett, after they get double crossed by every family in Tatooine, uh, is it? Yeah, it's Din that's like, oh, but I thought you had a truce. And I think Boba is like, yeah, but this is the smart move to do it. Or it could have been reversed. Yeah, but they were like calling out, like, oh yeah, if you're a crime family, like, you're kind of still on your own. Yeah, your alliance is only as good as. Yeah. Someone threatening the other people. Yeah. So, yeah, Crimson Dawn shout out. Yeah. Um, so uh, this arc, though, I will say, uh, is really made me go back and watch Solo once, and I'm probably going to watch it again. I need to watch it again. It's It, it ties in nicely with this arc. Um, just Crimson Dawn stuff. Yeah. So, um, and the spice on Kessel. Um, yeah. So I, Solo came out in 2018 or 19. 17? 17? I think. I was still in Chicago, so... Okay. Um, So, after overhearing that, Ahsoka continues to plant bombs. Uh, The fucking pikes get out of that area and go try to find her. She sneaks up into this, like, control area where she checks the transmission log and finds out that Maul is on Mandalore. Now, I thought this was known. Yeah, but apparently not by Ahsoka. I think it was after she had left the Jedi... Order, wasn't it? No, it was, right, it was the arc right after that. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't told, but um, yeah. I, I figured her and Anakin were off doing something else. Now, the Jedi Council specifically did not interfere with right. the goings-on in Mandalore. Obi-Wan went rogue. So I would not be surprised if the Jedi Council was just like, we're not going to bother Anakin or Ahsoka with this. We're just going to talk to Obi-Wan about it. Yeah, although Anakin did find out about it because he borrowed the Twilight to Obi-Wan. Oh, that is right, yeah. And it fell apart. Yeah. And then the Duchess died. May 10th, 2018, by the way, is when Solo came out. Okay. So it's about two, little, uh, little under two years. Yeah. But they definitely borrowed a lot from that. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Um, so, yeah, so she checks transmission logs, find out that Maul's on Mandalore. Um, it's right when she finds this out that Marg Krim and a whole bunch of forces come in and take her back into custody. They find out she's a Jedi, or was. They don't know she was, but they find out that she's Force user, this and that. Because uh, she, she does a push, push on one of the guards. 
Um, but as they're like escorting her out of there, you hear one of the bombs. They zoom in on one of the bombs, like under a control panel, ticking. So uh, Chekhov's gun. I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> Remember when I wanted to say that every episode? <laughs> yeah. And then I just stopped. <laughs> I think early on, I was like, I think I attributed that line to like, oh, yeah, it's like something from Star Trek when Chekhov did something. Yeah. And then I realized, no, there's a there's an actual I'm a fucking idiot. And there's a (laughs) Soviet playwright named Chekhov. Yeah. That that's like his very famous plays that Chekhov, the Star Trek character is named after. And like his big story fucking thing was using like a you know like this is going to come back yes. later it yes. hits you right in the face so it turns out i'm just a fucking moron that's fine you know you know not everybody knows everything yes, all the time it's okay i forget things all the time <laughs> yes sorry you're doing fine um yeah i mean you're not a four-year-old that's running spice so <laughs> that is true count it she's down to four years old um so we get to rafa she's grilling lesser foreman and all of a sudden the real foreman comes up behind her um, and it's a giant Trandoshan. Uh, now, it's he's like a skinny Trandoshan boy. He's not built. He's not built, but he's got a reach on him. Yeah. He's got some long arms. Yeah. He's, he's, more, like, he's a basketball player. He's, he's like shitty player. killer croc. Yeah. I call him shitty killer croc. Um, he's like, oh, let me see your manifest, this and that. And um, Rafa's like, hey, Trace, go get the manifest, whatever. And Trace's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go get it. I am so surprised Trace was like, we don't have a manifest. What yeah. are you talking about? She almost did. She <laughs> yeah. was like, what are you talking? Oh, okay, yeah. Like, she's she's growing up. Okay, so she was. she's not four anymore. She's back up to five. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's graduated. <laughs> What's that song? Like, watching Johnny grow or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as he's paying attention to Trace, Rafa grabs this pole and just smokes him in the head. And he's wearing a hard hat, though, and the pole just bends. It's crazy how perfectly this pole bends. Didn't the same thing happen in the last episode, too? Didn't Rafa try to hit? She tried to hit a pike, but she, like, did, like, a She, hit. like, barely hit him. Yeah. And he and was like, what the fuck? And then he grabbed her face. Yeah. Like, and the same. She's horrible at She's very people. bad at knocking people out. This is. I, I described it. I, like, wrote down on my notes. I think it's just because I've been playing Fallout for, like, five hours at a time yeah. now that Bree's out of town. <laughs> like, this is, like, in an RPG. I feel like Rafa has, like, cranked up the charisma stat. And, like, at the sacrifice of the strength stat. Yes. And no. now she's actually going into battle instead yeah. of charming well, people. to be fair, she did bend the entire pipe by hitting him in the head. That is true. So maybe she put some oomph in it. Yeah, th- his defense... Like uh, the, the way it bends perfectly around the helmet that he's wearing, the def- it's very Warner Brothers Looney Tune shit. The defense stats he has on yes. the helmet he's wearing <laughs> he, is just through the fucking roof. Yeah. He he got that in like Anixia's Lair 40 Man Raid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's an epic helm for paladins. Yeah. Like he he's kicking ass. But um the way that it bends, you are not wrong. Like the next scene, someone could w- like run off the edge of this platform and like stay in midair until they look down. Like that's the level of Looney Tunes. It oh looks yeah. Like. No, it I mean like. it's straight it's yeah, like yeah. a complete Looney Tunes trope. Um, so hits him in the skull, hits him in the skull with pipe. It bends. 
Nothing happens. He's got a helmet on. Fight ensues. So uh, Trace is being restrained by the little uh, Tungas, the Ben Quadinaroses. So she's got to struggle with them. While Rafa is going one-on-one with the giant Trandoshan. Well, in the one, the one, like, the lesser foreman, I think you're calling him. Lesser foreman. He, like, immediately, once stuff starts going down, he's the like, killer. Kill them! <laughs> yeah. Kill them! Like, massive heel it's turn. nuts! Yeah. He's out for blood. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, um, Trace is struggling with the little guys. Uh, we see Rafa and the Trandoshan fighting. Trace is... I mean, Raf is actually looking pretty good with her skill set, but the guy is, like, impenetrable. Oh, yeah. Well, like, Trandoshans, they're yeah, tough. They're tough guys. They're tough cookies. Um, but they end up fighting onto this, like, platform, and the platform begins to raise. It's, like, uh, carried by, like, a crane, I guess, or something. Yes. And, like, it's, it starts moving around, and it begins to raise. Um, we get down to Trace, and she's swinging a pipe now, and she definitely kills a little guy. Like, she smokes a little guy directly in the face with the pipe yeah. hard. Yep. So add that to Trace's kill counter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what What did we have for kills on last episode? 11. Or was, no, 10 with one assist. It was 10 with one assist. So now we're definitely up to 12. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but um, back on the uh, platform, it's continued to raise, and it's above, like, a gorge now. So they're literally fighting on this platform suspended in the air on a crane above a gorge. And Trandoshan guy is kind of getting the better of Rafa. And then he ultimately picks her up, and it looks like he's about to just chuck her off into the gorge. But she somehow, like, squiggles free and jumps up above him. Um, And so she's actually on, like, the base of where it's being held. So she just, like, is like, see you later, and just fucking kicks it. And all of a sudden, the platform releases, and she's safe on top of the crane. Platform releases. Trandoshan guy falls to his death. Yeah. Like, he's definitely dead. We did miss it. There is a part where I forget if it's Rafa or Trace kicks him at some point, and he does make the uh, the Trandoshan call that sounds yeah. like a raptor from Jurassic yeah. she Park. She kicks him right in the stomach, and he's like, ah! Yeah. yeah. And, and that made me think of Youngdar. Youngdar! Youngdar! Hot Charles! But, uh, yeah, I mean, she definitely killed him there, so we'll chalk up a kill for Rafa now. So the Martez sisters... Just Bonnie and uh, Bonnie and Clyde, or what is it? <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Have you ever seen Thelma and Louise? Is that an accurate reference That's here? It's a great, great movie. I've never seen it. Oh, it's great. Okay, it's Brad Pitt's early work. He is oh, a okay. looker. All right. Yahoo! <laughs> he is cut. Was, we gave her a Yahoo for the yeah. kill. Yahoo! Oh, and that Gina Davis. Oh, oh. young Gina Davis, get the fuck out of here. Remember League of Their Own? Yeah. Oh, this used to be my playground. <laughs> That's a great song. You ever heard that song? Oh, it's a good one. Um, oh, that was actually the number one movie after. We never even talked about the movie on the Time Warp. <laughs> we completely forgot about the movie. It's Batman Returns. Oh. It's a good one. Schumacher. Uh, no, that's not Schumacher. That's Burton. Oh, Batman Returns. Yeah, oh, Batman and Robin was Schumacher. Yes, Batman Forever right. was Schumacher. But after a few weeks after that, it was League of Their Own. Oh. And then a few uh, Hot 100 a few weeks after the Yagaba. It was uh, a few weeks after I'll be there. It was used to be my playground by Madonna. I love from League of Their Own soundtrack. I love that Gina Davis. Oh, she's a fun one. She played the catcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? I forget her name. He had her sister Kit. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember that movie? Yeah. Rosalind. Dottie. Dottie. Uh, Dottie. Uh, what's her name? Dottie. Dottie. All right. Let's Rosie go. Rosie O'Donnell. Tom Hanks. Gina Davis. How yeah. can you go wrong? Tom Hanks just pees everywhere or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't remember it that well. <laughs> he likes to yell at those ladies. Yeah, it was fun. But anyways, where are we? Oh, yeah. So he, <laughs> I think he this falls. Episode, this story arc has broken both of our brains. It's that. We are both losing our fucking minds. <laughs> the, the great thing is, the great thing is, we haven't had an episode like this where we're just completely off track every five minutes. <laughs> Let's finish this. Let's get this done. Um. So, yeah, uh, Trandoshan falls to his death. Uh, he goes down the gourd. <laughs> I'm getting another drink. Hold on. Oh, God. Okay, we're back. We took a little breather there. <laughs> we needed one. It's been a long night of recording for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we started at like 6. It's 9.30. <laughs> we few. We, we happy. happy few. Hot Charles. What would the fans say if we just stopped right here? We just stopped talking about Star Wars, just rambled for <laughs> yeah. another hour. And then just, you know, moved on to the next <laughs> our, next episode. Like, like we, we never even discussed the end of this. Um, Where were we? Oh, yeah. So they get on their ship and they leave. They go and they get the spice. They get the spice. They've been loading it up this whole time without, like, any approval. Yeah. And, um... They that get, guy, that, the lower foreman, lesser foreman, the lesser foreman has just been like treading water. He's yeah. like, all right, just do whatever she d- says. He's and scared, he's, like, trying to like make do. He's scared. He's yes. timid. But it's funny how untimid he is when his boss shows up. Yeah. Slaughter. <laughs> Kill her. <laughs> that guy rocks. <laughs> now, as they're boarding, as they're about to board, um, when Trace gets when Rafa gets back down, um, you see like them walking away and one of like the little Tungans, Tugas, you just see him like kind of like lift his head and then pass out. <laughs> I think he's actually like faking being knocked out because he doesn't want to deal with it yeah. anymore. I don't know. They are like as a Star Wars species, they seem very cartoony. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they look like um, it's like a it's like a flesh version of that little like diamond above a Sim's head. Yeah, kind of. You know, yeah, with a mouth and little little. Appendages. Their body is all face. Yeah, <laughs> they're heavy on the face. Their entire body is their face. <laughs> they got a lot of head. I just realized that. Yeah, there's lots of big brains in yeah. there. I don't know. Where were we? <laughs> How many times am I going to say that? Oh, we got a clip. Let's play it. We get back to Ahsoka. <laughs> Ahsoka's being questioned by Marg Krim, and then some friends show up. I want to thank you. Your execution will help restore the Pike's reputation. Your timing is perfect. Speaking of perfect timing, stop what you're doing. Look, you don't have to execute her. We brought your spice back. Ah, foolish. We know you are both working for the Republic and this Jedi. Jedi. What the age? Her? What the age? I see. So it is true. The Jedi used you both. How unfortunate that your stupidity is so authentic. Sifo Diaz. Why didn't you tell me? How could I? After what you told me about your parents. Wait. So you're actually a Jedi? Was a Jedi. What the age? I was trained, but I left. You You can can do do that? that? Prepare to execute them all. Look, 
Now is really not the time to explain all this. Yeah, you know when the time was? Detonator. When we were in prison. You should have told me. Okay, so it's at that point that all the bombs detonate, and there's just tons of explosions going off on this Pike stronghold. Um, it cuts outside, and you can see Bo and her crew watching kind of as things the explode. explosions. Yep, and so now they've run around the corridors here endlessly on t- uh, the previous episode. They escape and get to the Silver Angel immediately. <laughs> like, where they were when this happened... Like, so when the bombs go off, a bunch of people get knocked down, and they use it as their opportunity to run out there. So they run out, and they board the Silver Angel, like, immediately. Uh, They take off, and some patrol ships follow. Ahsoka's apologizing while this is going on. Like, I'm so sorry that I didn't tell you, Trace, blah, blah, blah. Trace is busy flying. And Trace is like, hey, if you're a Jedi, you must be a pretty good shot, right? And Ahsoka's like, yeah. She's like, well... Take care of those patrol Here's ships. the gun. <clears throat> yeah. So the turret drops out of the bottom. Very handy for a ship that was made by a fucking three-year-old. You also, know? like, they had... <coughs> in two episodes ago, when they got confronted with the tractor beam, there was, what, two ships that was around them, like, with a tractor beam? I feel like they could have, like, pulled out the gun at that point, too, and, like, tried to escape. Yeah. If we want to split hairs, but... Are we at the point of splitting hairs on this arc? So. No. <laughs> We're well beyond complaints for that minor. That is true. Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah, the patrols follow. Ahsoka starts shooting. She manages to take... There's three patrols following. She takes two of three out with the turret, but the last uh, patrol actually takes out the rear deflectors with one of their shots and the turret. So, um, Trace ends up bringing the ship around. She's got an idea. They still have front deflectors. They don't have rear deflectors. So she brings the ship around and heads on a collision course with the final patrol. Now, I'm sure deflectors are a nice thing for laser shots, but I don't think a head-on collision with another starship is really the, you know, and Ahsoka and Rafa are like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, So, yeah, but she's playing a game of chicken here. It's like, who's going to move first? And so, like, right as they're about to collide with each other, the pike just moves out of the way wildly and ends up crashing into a mountain. Um, so moves out of the way last second, crashes. They exit the atmosphere, and we see Bo-Katan in her Mando her starfighter. What? The Mando gauntlet. Yeah, I that's got some Lego. That's what those ships are called. Yeah, they're cool. Hey, Lego. That's a ship. Yeah. That's a fun that's one. That's a good one. I got the Bo-Katan minifig with that. That's what I was thinking about, like, Mandalorian. I know the N1 is really cool and all, but... It'd be cool if he goes back to Mandalore and finds a gauntlet. That would be a cool ship for him. Yeah. And it's got the rotation. Yeah, but then what happens to the N1, the Naboo I fighter? keep saying get a new Razor Crest and just, like, attach it to the bottom or something yeah. or to the top. Like, that would be cool. Like he, you needs know, like he needs, like, a blockade runner where he can, like, dock the N1 in there somehow. He just needs a bike rack for his fucking <laughs> Razor Crest. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. Just put just a bike put rack. The N1 put right an on N1 the back of that. An N1 bike rack. On yeah, the they top make of your bike razor. racks that just plug into your trailer hitch. And hey, that'd be handy. Two ships. Yeah, he doesn't got to worry about the whole like breaking down on spider planets anymore. You know what? I like it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so Floney, if you're listening, Mister Floney, Mister Favreau, bike rack. Yeah, we want a bike rack on the a new Razor Crest. Maybe we'll call it the Silver Angel. <laughs> Okay, 
So they exit the atmosphere. They're followed by Bo-Katan and the Mando Starfighter. What kind was it again? The Gauntlet. Why don't they call it the Gauntlet on my Lego well, box? Apparently they call them like Mandalorian Gauntlets or the ships. Yeah, they just At called least those. in Armada. It just said Mandalorian Starfighter on my box. Armada it's called Gauntlet? I don't know. Chibata. Okay, so they get back to Coruscant. Also, thanks for the help, Bo. Jesus Christ. What? Oh, yeah, she just loves watching. <laughs> Bo's just observing. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, Bo's I, got a voyeur kink. I, I guess she's there because the Pikes are working with Maul. Yes. And so she's getting information on them. Yes. Anyways. But yeah, she definitely doesn't do anything. Um, but she has decided at this point that Ahsoka can be of some use to her. So they get back to Coruscant. They go down to level 1313 at the greatest auto shop on all of Coruscant. They're back home. And we are going to get a clip with Ahsoka and the Martez sisters. And then uh, a character shows up and kind of saves the last minute of this episode. Since the Pikes think I was an operative working for the Jedi... I don't think they'll come looking for you anytime soon. So maybe... They don't talk to her at all here. What the H? It was... Okay. They exit the ship. So you're not going to arrest me for spice smuggling? Suddenly they want Why to would talk I do that? Again. Well, you're a Jedi, right? Don't you make a living tracking down criminals like me? I told you. I was a Jedi. I don't understand. Why would anyone walk away from being a Jedi? It's complicated. No offense, but I don't want to hear your complicated story. Let me level with you. You might not think of yourself as a Jedi, but you act like one. Or at least how I want them to be. She's right. We got in over our heads. Without you, we'd be done for. Jedi or not, I consider you my friend. Isn't this sweet? Making friends? Trace, Rafa, back away. So you remember me? Don't worry. Death Watch is gone. And now, you and I have a common enemy. Maul. It's a hollow of Darth Maul. I need your help. Yes. Once we are underway, I will explain everything. Checked out, I know. <laughs> you have five minutes to decide. <laughs> Sounds like she needs your help, just like we did. But if I go down this path, I'm afraid where it might lead. You mean back to the Jedi? Yes. Go. It's what you're meant to do. Rafa's right. All right. But. Let me keep my bike here, just in case. Deal. I can't drive it. I'm two. Ugh. Okay, so Ahsoka gets on the uh, gauntlet. Yes. Uh, Mandalorian starfighter with Bo-Katan and uh, her um, uh, crew. Her crew. She, I think she's got a special name, like the Owls or something. Yeah. I she's got right. like an owl-looking yeah. design on her thing. It's good to see Bo-Katan again. It was. She takes the helmet off. You get to see the I wish cool... wish we had uh, more of her in this arc. Yeah. She would have... Uh, I mean, we did get her, but, I mean, she didn't do anything. Um, she did the She did the classic Mandalorian move of all she does is follow a ship. Live in the shadows. Lives in the shadows yeah. and then follows a ship, much like Boba Fett yeah. in Empire Strikes Back. Do we ever get... Is he a Mandalorian? Yeah, they, they explain that. They explain it? So yeah. he is considered a Mandalorian. Yes. 
Not his as dad, formal. His like Django was officially a Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he is a Mando. Yeah. It was at the beginning of this clip that you just played when Ahsoka tried explaining herself and uh, Trace and Rafa start walking away from her. I wrote down in my notes, oh, fuck off the both of you. I was so tired of both of their shit. I don't get why they walked away there. And then as soon as they get off the ship, like 20 seconds later, they're like, okay, we'll talk to you now. I don't get it. Well, they I think they're assuming that Jedi are like police officers that are just going to like, oh, you broke the law, so we're taking it to jail. That's their assumption. So why didn't they respond to her right away, though? I don't get it. Because it's a stupid, <laughs> stupid story arc. That's why. I don't know. Bo's cool. I like yeah, Bo-Katan. Nice I like Ahsoka. I mean, don't get us wrong here, okay? We fucking love Ahsoka. Yes! We do. And I still love Ahsoka. And she looks fucking amazing yeah. in, throughout this arc with yeah. her bell bottoms and her jumpsuit. Yeah. Um. So anyways, that's the episode. So Ahsoka's going off with Bo-Katan. They have a mutual enemy in one Darth Maul. So that is obviously setting up the good episodes um, to come later in this season. <laughs> this was four episodes of a 12-episode arc. Yeah, or 12 episodes. I was looking season. at the layout of the episodes, so we got four episodes of Bad Batch now, right? Yep. And then we have three of Siege of Mandalore, or is there four more? Uh, there's four. Okay, okay. I was about to say, if that was only three and this was yeah. four. Oh, there's four of each, so there's okay. 12 total. All right, so that's the episode, though. Um, what do we got for an IMDb on this one? IMDb gives this episode quite the uptick. It's giving this episode a 7.1. Okay. I, I Honestly, it's probably the best episode of all four. Correct. That being said. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm, I'm done with this arc. Yeah. I just am done with this arc. It should have ended two episodes ago. Yes. It really should have. So, I don't know. What did I give the last episode? You gave the last episode a six. So, I've done what? Six, You went five, six, point six? Five, seven, or six point five, five, six, and then this episode. Six point five. Hold on. Yeah. Da, da. All right. Say that again, please. Six point five. Six point five. Was gone with a trace. Okay. Deal, no deal. You gave a five. Okay. Then dangerous debt, you gave a six. Okay, then we're going to divide that by 30. All right, so that's an average of 5.8. 5.8. Now, I will say, this is the best episode of the arc. But I cannot justify a <laughs> 5.8 for the entire thing. I can't do it. This arc was a 5. Yeah. It was a 5. So, I'm... I'm I could go as high as a 5.5 because there was like, if you want to give it, give credit to the animation and the, just the sheer way it looks. It looks great. Yes. Uh, we got a cool mole appearance in this episode. Bo-Katan, we got Bo-Katan. A gauntlet uh, in there. A gauntlet. Um, Ahsoka looking cool in her jumpsuit. Um, but like I said, I, I I'm weighing the arc out here. I'm giving it a 2.5. So if we add that 2.5 
That will leave us with an average of a five for the four episodes. I feel like we're both just so tired. This was a wild episode. What do you got? We really shouldn't have recorded this after an hour of talking about Boba Fett. I think <laughs> I'm having a great time, you know. Charles. Well, the last episode I gave a 6.5, and this episode was leaps and bounds better than the last episode. So I gave it a seven. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. So quite the discrepancy. <laughs> That's actually a really good rating for an episode. You realize that, right? Oh, yes. But to some of the episodes that you've given lower than a seven, you gave Shadow Warrior lower than a seven. Yeah, this deserves much lower than a seven. But I think I I started too high. And I'm what's just a better episode? That. This or Shadow Warrior? Shadow Warrior, a thousand. God, percent. that episode rocks. Yes. Jar Jar fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> That one episode completely redeemed the Gungan species. It really did. Like, they really yes went to town on that one. Uh, no, we, again, Jar Jar. Should we play uh, Susan Killing the Dwarf in Narnia? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not loud enough. I got to turn that up. Hold on. We're going to play it That again. just brings me right back. Okay, so... I know exactly uh, where I'm standing in the Invergrove Heights Walmart as you and I both rewound that and watched it over and over and I over I played again. the shit out of that thing. <laughs> that Emerson DVD combo got... DVD VHS combo player. It got... it, Dude, I ran that laser dry. I ran that laser into the ground rewinding that fucking shit. Okay, so a 7 and a 2.5. <laughs> Uh, I'm a shithead. All right. Always look on the light side of life. I have nothing to say. <laughs> the light side moment for me, I think, was seeing the gauntlet Mandalorian Starfighter. What's yours? Um, I also struggled a bit, but I did think it was cool when they were in the prison cell. Every time the door opened, it was like plate glass. Yeah. So, like, the shield uh, deactivated, like, one panel at a time. So I thought that was pretty cool. Cool. All right, let's do Dark Side. <laughs> if you only knew the power of the Dark Side. I'm <laughs> just breezing through this. Uh, dark Side moment of the episode. I think for me, it's Trace racking up her uh, 12th kill. Um, she literally, like, this little Tungan. And it wasn't even lesser form. It was just rando Tungan. Tunga. Yeah. Um... She just smokes him right in the face with a pipe. Like, there's no... I don't know, though. He's got a big old brain on him. He's got a big old head noggin. He might well, have some good padding. we don't know where padding. their brain is. It, their brain could be the size of a walnut. Yeah, much like the uh, Cad Bane discussion we had Book of Boba. His heart may be in his butt. Right. You know, we don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm assuming, based on all, uh, you know, uh, you know, biology that we have uh, available to us of Star Wars critters, I'm pretty sure he's dead. So I'm giving it to that. Uh, right. so. Sad, though. I mean, he was just doing his job. Gets his ass kicked. Anyways, what's yours? I went with how quickly that dock worker turned from a feckless nobody <laughs> into a bloodthirsty monster. Yeah, Lesser Foreman got... All it took was a Trandoshan, like, grabbing someone's arm, and he's like, Kill her! Yeah. 
It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was nuts. Yeah. Weird. Wow. They are wacky I, stuff. On their Wikipedia page, it says uh, the Tung were known as an extremely timid race who preferred the company of their own families due to their nature. Tung avoided confrontations with the wider galaxy. S- several Tung were able to overcome their shyness and become racers. It says nothing about... Yeah, I was, I was about to say, very interesting that Ben Quadinaros became a pod racer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem like and a apparently very... apparently they marketed him as Sebulba's, like, rival, which explains the poster in Anakin's adult room in the yeah. Jedi Temple. He didn't do very good. <laughs> Not in that one race. <laughs> no. I wonder what I did afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he won a few. I don't know. I wonder if Sebulba was ever the same. You know, taking I'm that sure taking that L to Anakin, you think you ever got the same? <clears throat> Maybe we'll get him in Book of Boba Fett <laughs> Season 2. Oh, please. Okay. Thank you, Rex. Oh, man. I don't know if I even have the energy to do this. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to get it up because it's a mean, mean date. You got to get it up. Get it on. Cheebata! Mandate. You have to pick a dark horse. Mandate. Can't, I'm being canceled. Help me, Dennis Prager. Hot Charles in the city. Charles in the city. Okay. Dark horse hero of the episode. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Trandoshan Foreman. Yeah. Just because he is apparently has like literally like the greatest helm in the known galaxy. I mean, he's got a... He cannot be defeated with that helm. No. That's a nice headpiece. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he got that... He got that, like, Black Temple fighting Illidan Storm Rage. That was Looney Tunes level. It was good. He'd make a hell of a tank in World of Warcraft. Yes, he would. He could take a hit. Okay, that's mine. What's yours? Um, My Dark Horse hero, hear me out, is a stretch. I'm going with Osha. Because... Oh, yeah, okay. The way that that landing, that dock was set up, that was a hazard waiting to happen. She barely hit that hook, and that platform just went falling down. Yeah. There were no railings around any of that. That is a hazard waiting to happen. I'm very thankful for OSHA in the planet that we live on. Yes. So. Yeah, they could use a regulatory, uh, you know, agency to come out there and check in on some of these things. Yeah. Because those poor little Tungas, they could get squished. Yeah. Their depth perception can't be that good with their faces (laughs) being so big. Imagine trying to exist. (laughs) Just (laughs) being this blob, (laughs) this this blob triangle thing. (laughs) It's like impossible. (laughs) How did he drive a pod racer? That's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this sucks. Let's bring those guys back. All right. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All righty. All star of the episode. No R2. God, imagine if R2 just rolled in. You know, none of this made sense anyways. They could have just rolled R2 through and I would have been fine with it. That was great. Anyways, all star of the episode. I'm going to give it to Ahsoka. Um, I mean, without Ahsoka, like, God whatever ahsoka 
Ahsoka is the adult in the room here. Of course. Um, she has it's been just, for the last it's three episodes. Wild. It, I know, but we haven't really acknowledged it because we've just been struggling with this. It's just wild to me that, like, she apparently has better street smarts than the Martez sisters. Yeah. Like, Ahsoka has been out of the temple, like, ten minutes, and she's got shit figured out better than they do. So I'm going with Ahsoka Tano. Who do you got? I went with Bo-Katan. All right. Because yeah. she had enough sense to be like, I'm hanging back. I'm not getting involved with any of this shit until yeah. they are got their shit figured out. Yeah. So good for her for just biding her time yeah. and not getting her hands dirty until the last second. Do you think the Duchess would care if I dated Bo? Probably not. Right. Oh, do you think she... Oh. oh, is she flirting with joining the molecule? I like Katie Sackoff. This new animation. I was a big Battlestar fan. I like <laughs> Katie Sackoff. Uh-oh. Oh, you take that helmet off. She's got a she got a unique look. She does. Oh. She got a reskin for this new this Not new season. Similar. It's similar to what it's it was similar, before. but still she's polished. I like Clan Crease. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, where are we? What what do we just do? Oh, yeah. Oh, my favorite. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are We're almost done. My goodness. <laughs> Oof. Was looking hot on Obadiah. How the fuck have we hot on Coruscant? How the fuck have we been talking about this episode for two hours? Because we literally would like discuss the episode for a minute and then we talk about something completely off topic. Out of my mind. All right, I'm gonna give it to Rafa. Rafa, Uh, I've been meaning to talk about this. I've had four episodes and I'm just remembering to bring it up now. But she has a body camera on. Her little she on her necklace she has oh, like yeah. a little body cam. Yeah. I think she's a cop. <laughs> it's a literally it looks like a GoPro. She's been mandated to carry that. Yeah. It literally looks like she's carrying around a GoPro on her necklace. The two times she's hit someone with a pipe over the head. It's yeah. like, oh well the camera Oh was, she forgot to put her body camera cam was turned on. off during that time. Yeah. I had it on, but it was turned off during Yeah, and that, I'm pretty sure it conveniently didn't see any of Trace's kills either. <laughs> We gotta stick together. Um, but no, I mean, it literally looks like she's got a GoPro. Yeah. So that was unique. I don't know what the fuck the thing is. I, I think it looks like a little camera or something. Yeah. It looks like a three megapixel Canon digital camera. Um, but that's mine. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Rafa Martez. Who do you got? I went with, you already kind of took mine, but I went with the Trandoshan Foreman. Oh, yeah. Because that helmet, oh, man. Yeah. Boy, was he happy he was wearing that thing. Yeah. He's got some long arms, too. He's got some long arms, but he really looked the part. He's like, a unique Trandoshan. Amongst the tombs, he really dressed the part of a foreman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done, dude. <laughs> Let's just finish. Oh my God. Uh, Wait, we got two. Are you? 
we do? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> the guy that plays the qua- the Ben Quadrado's character, uh, Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley, who's he plays the uh, the uh, I don't know this guy. Oh, okay. Oh, he's funny. So that guy, he's from Silicon Valley and a bunch of other stuff. Um, Rafa, do you know who plays Rafa? I forget the name. I, I, I'm pretty sure I know the name, though. Elizabeth Rodriguez. Uh, the only role I know her from, she's been in a bunch of shit, but she was in Logan. She was the character that gives the X-23 to Logan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. That's it. That's cool. <laughs> now at least we have to hear this part again. Hey, that song's fun. I love that keyboard. All right, what's the tagline for this one? All right, so for Together Again, we have... You can change who you are, but you cannot run from yourself. Okay, what did I say? You had said Trace will break free of the killing trance she's been in (laughs) and realize what she's done, and that 10-year-old will come back out and she'll freeze in the middle of a battle. I'm really disappointed in Trace's body count in this episode. She really could have laid waste to those quadrineroses. Yeah, and I only counted one for sure. You know? Yeah. Sad. She could have... Really could have messed up the tombs. Of course, the underpaid workers get assaulted and killed by these two fucking people pulling a grift. That's the way it goes. Yep. Okay, uh, what do we got for a tagline in the next one? Next episode, we have embrace others for their differences, for that makes you whole. For their differences are what makes you whole. Uh, we're starting the Bad Batch arc next, yes, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, I don't know, the regs and the Bad Batch aren't going to see eye to eye, but they're going to have to come together to fucking get the mission done. I'm just not in the mood for anything grandiose right now. I just want to finish. Yeah. I'm looking forward to revisiting the, the original Bad yep. Batch. And so, I haven't watched it yeah. since the first time. So. Full disclosure, I did watch the next four previously. Just because when we were doing Bad Batch and Bad Batch was about to release... I wanted to get accustomed to the characters, so I watched those four. Yes. It doesn't it didn't spoil a ton for me really. Just that trench is somehow alive. And um, Echo. Oh yeah. Yeah, and Echo. Um But yeah, so um It's fine. We'll be alright. Embrace others for their differences, for that is what makes you cool. Yeah, I said it. The rags are going to not see eye with the Bad Batch, but they're going to have to come together. I have a feeling it's going to be Rex. Uh, Cody might get hurt really bad. Uh, I think Hicks might be there and Jesse. I think, if I'm remembering. See, I don't even remember all of this. So the well, the, the rest of them, maybe I Maybe I'll be the, be the expert on this episode. I'll be the one that makes the, the guesses. Cool. So what is the next episode? Next episode is Season 7, Episode 1. So we are watching out of order. So we're going to Season 7, Episode 1, The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. Oh, Chibata. Alrighty. So we will see you for Season 7, Episode 1, The Bad Batch on Monday. All right, Adam. Where can listeners reach us? You can always send us an email. We are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at clonecastpod. 
reach out if you want to join the Discord. That's where a lot of people are chatting, uploading Lego stuff, talking about different colors that they like. Lots of Boba Fett chat going on. Lots of Bo- Boba Fett stuff. Thanks for supporting us. We love all of our clone Casanovas. Um, we will see you next time for the Bad Batch. Until then, may the media monopolization be with you. Chris Sponge Day. Hot Charles. Charles. In the city.